We're going to break some kneecaps. We're going to show Vince McMahon what's happening and who's who. You don't see me, do you? You can't see me because I knocked you out and I took your family as my own. Jesus Christ, I'm going to make you look at your woman while I make your back break. I'm going to hurt you till you bleed, brother. <laughs> Turbulent trap. I'm like timid, Travis. He's very polite. I did. I, I was. I was. I was on a downfall right there. You were was, trying to bring it down. Yeah, since yeah. the music went away. Yeah, I was on a bridge right there of a, of an act, man. You did great. I loved it. We're both shirtless as the day we were born. Completely. Man, mainly because the heat. Mainly because the heat. Were but. you born shirtless? Uh huh. Okay. I, I have that problem too. You. Yeah. <laughs> Came from my dad's side. Oh yeah. Damn you, pops. If you can't tell from that introduction. You better get out of this man's ring. Leave. Because Go. today, we're talking about... Hulk Hogan's Rock Wrestling. Oof. A, oh. show, a show I didn't even know existed. Not until I uh, <laughs> almost a year ago now, okay. when we began this podcast, yeah. I created a spreadsheet. The, okay, you started doing with the, the famous the, spreadsheet. The Days Pass spreadsheet. Yeah, the DFTC SD. Which apparently I haven't stumped you yet with a, with a cartoon that's not on there yet. Not yet. Well, it's it's got about 150 cartoons on it, many okay. of which I don't really want to ever do, but they're there in case we need them. The ones and I mentioned, is, we'll, we'll make the cut though? I would hope so. Okay, yeah. Good. You're taking wrestling characters from the W, well, I guess at the time it was WWF, now it's the www.com <laughs> Um, I, I'm lost. I, I, I don't, don't really dude, know. I, okay, so I never followed any wrestling shit except to play a video game, and I just knew who Hulk Hogan, Hogan was. And Hogan? Hulk Hogan. Hogan. I just liked some of the people never having seen them wrestle. I just yeah. thought they were like superheroes. Sting. Sting. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I was like, wait a minute, like the singer <laughs> no. from, from the police? <laughs> no. Yeah, this is a cartoon show starring future sex tape star oh, Hulk man. Hogan. Hogan this knows best, buddy. Only one of two cartoon shows I can think of that are based on people with publicized sex tapes. Do you know what the other one is? Um, Stripperella starring Pamela Anderson. Okay. Yes. All right. That's like got to be in Guinness somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Travis, are, did you follow wrestling at all as a kid? You know what? As no. A kid? I, I caught a couple of them in the mornings, you know? I think Saturday morning there was a couple of... Uh, couple of wrestling shows oh, on. Oh, yeah, that sounds right. Mm -hmm. Probably like a sports show, <laughs> like they're talking about Pro the people. Probably, but no, I never got into it. Um, I recently went to one um, in my mid-20s. I went to Raw. It came to Dallas, and I checked it out, and it was all right. Oh, that was recently, huh? Yeah. Mm -hmm. In your 20s. Yeah. <laughs> Late 20s? Get off me. You're nothing. Well, that's cool. I've never been to the event. Oh, it's it's definitely, even if you're not a wrestling fan, it's, it's totally I can, worth- I can only imagine. It's totally worth going to. But wrestling in any type, like- the thing, the funny, one of the funny things I noticed about this is that really these characters do translate really well to cartoon like imagery. Yeah. Because they're already cartoons. They're living cartoons. Every wrestling character is already ridiculous and over the top and mm -hmm. reduced <laughs> to just like being an um, icon <laughs> of some kind, even of shittiness. And that means lots of stereotypes. Yeah. Everybody is some kind of stereotype. <laughs> so all if you have trigger warning buttons at home, press all of them. 
because almost everybody is assailed at some point. For sure, man. This show, uh, we're watching the debut episode of Hulk Hogan's Rock and Wrestling. It's been a little bit since we've watched a new show. Mm -hmm. Thankfully, this one um, did, doesn't have a very complicated backstory, from no, what I can tell. WWF was popular, and they said, you know what we need? A cartoon starring everyone's favorite <laughs> uh, leather bag come to life. <laughs> Hulk Hogan. Now, was he born shirtless is the question. He had to have been born. Oh, no, maybe he. that's why he's so obsessed with ripping his shirt off is because he was actually born with the defect of being shirted when born. That makes. And it killed his mother. Incomplete sense, but I'm going to go with it. Incomplete sense. It was uh, broadcast on CBS, 26 episodes over two seasons uh, from 86 to 87, I think, or 85 to 86. Who cares? Yeah. Uh, September 14th is when it's, you're, you're like, I, I care like enough these, to mention it. Yeah, yeah. Some of these tunes we will care about. Yeah. This one we're going to gloss over so. this and get to the madness. I would like to come back to it at some point, though, having watched it Please. now. Yeah. I didn't know that Hulk Hogan had been fired from the WWE and I think 2015. They have wiped the history clean of Hulk Hogan like he is a deposed Russian dictator. He is just erased from their website. And this cartoon was being shown on the WWE network yeah. at the time. Mm -hmm. It was being rerun. They just completely got rid of it, even though it's barely starring Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan is in about two minutes of this cartoon. Right. No joke. He like, only holds the title name. That's, yeah, because he's the name. He's yeah. the face. But still, um, it was because in 2010, he had given an interview and he used the same racial slur many times in it. And Ooh. so later they fired him for it. And now he's been taken out. I can't even barely remember him. Like, it's like they took the dream of Hulk Hogan out of my own head <laughs> while I was sleeping at night. They, they went in and, and changed the Rocky appearance and everything. Yeah, it was like Dark City. <laughs> When I think of wrestlers yeah. and res professional wrestling, uh -huh. I just think of people le le leading tragic lives of suffering, basically, because it <laughs> seems like they all have a terrible background. None of them are playing themselves. This is They're all played by voice actors in this. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I looked it up for sure. <laughs> Did I, even Hulk? Yeah. Really? Absolutely. You're going to love who, who played him. But okay. I'll keep that for the cast all info. All right, all right. I swear they all lead, like, just trailer park lives. <laughs> And they all end in some kind of tragedy of some kind or another. And they all were suffering through some either very public or very private uh, struggles while they were in wrestling and everything. So, I mean, Hulk Hogan is just another of them, I guess. Mm -hmm. Back in this time frame, for sure. This is such a whitewashed version of what these people actually are. But it really truly is because they all live in a junkyard. Major strains of Fat Albert throughout this entire thing. If you removed like surgically removed all the lessons and morality from a Fat Albert episode, yeah. you would be left with this. Junk, for, for some reason, junkyard. Junkyards what? are where kids like to play. What is that? You know, did you not have a junkyard club at your elementary school? No, no, I didn't. Man, you're so underprivileged. <laughs> I did have the rat tail, though. Or I want the dream of the you rat tail. <laughs> the dream of it. Sorry. You, couldn't even, you were saving up for it. <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, really, there is no setup to the show. Really? It's just the people from WWE, what was WWF at the time, not wrestling each other. Yeah. There's no wrestling allowed right. on Hulk Hogan's Rock and Wrestling. And interludes that hardly make yes. any sense. Yes, but we all we already know this as a rule. If there are live action interstitials uh -huh. on a cartoon, yeah. then it's going to be a good, a good ride. And boy, howdy, was it. The opening we have to talk about for sure, because yeah. it's a mix of live action, uh -huh. uh, some clips from actual wrestling events, some things that had to have been shot for this particular show. I don't even know that the word wrestling is said in the animated segments. Yeah, I, I don't quite understand it. So I don't know what why, what identity are these people supposed to have in this world? Why are they this way if they're not wrestlers? <laughs> If you say you're a wrestler, you can get away with anything, apparently. Yeah. Like in this show, we see that crimes are committed uh -huh. and it's fine because you're a wrestler and a cartoon character. Yeah, we see race car drivers. We see race car drivers. We see robots, Actors. doctors. <laughs> We're going to run the gamut today. On this opening, the music, which we've played now, uh -huh. it sounds a little sad to me. It sounds like it is like Eye of the Tiger, the yes. car commercial version. Yeah. But apparently, this was Hulk Hogan's entry music at the time. Huh. So, yeah, when you said earlier, man, I was like, what? Yeah, I couldn't tell you. I mean, they could just be writing that on Wikipedia, and I'll just accept it because what do I know? You know a lot, dude. Nothing about wrestling, though. True. I would assume that this, from the opening, I would assume that this is a racing show only. Yeah. That this is like like the old Dick Dastardly cartoons. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. where it's wacky races and everything with hot air balloons. Because everybody's driving their own kind of car based on their theme, and all you see in the opening of the animation is 
car racing. That's one. There's two stories being told. Like this is a two-parter. Well, not even a two-parter. It's like two separate little stories about wrestlers in different situations yeah. that are divided in the show. Mm-hmm. They don't know what they're selling us. I don't think they know what they have on their hands except for wrestling. I still don't get it. It ends with Hulk Hogan, once again, live action, walking towards the camera. Like it's it's from a low angle and he's just walking. And it's like he's entering his favorite bar kind of, yeah. like where everybody knows him. He's pointing yeah. and snapping and smiling. But he is such a bad actor. He can't even look natural just walking down the street like if you put a camera on him he immediately just freezes up and just says hey <laughs> hello i'm hulk Ho-. like just point hold so together unnatural. this won't this won't end horribly he's not meant to be on this earth i don't think <laughs> i don't mean like he should die I just mean like he's built he should have he should have never existed yeah he, which is he, fun. he which is, is fun. an anomaly and an abomination mm. but no judgment <laughs> And at the end, a, a village of children oh, ru- it, storm it lo- him. It looks like a Pepsi commercial. It looks like the end of Frankenstein, <laughs> where it's like a bunch of kids are going, because it almost looks like they're chasing after him. Also, you immediately go to this. I'll tell you, the whole country is really caught up with this physical fitness. People are jogging. People are playing handball. They're playing racquetball, and they're in the gym. You've got to have the technique when it comes to working out. Do it the proper way. That's what I do because I'm Bobby the Brain Heenan. Now, there's different ways you can do things. Some people, I'm in the gym five, six times a week anyway. So it's all know, matter I, me. Hey, so listen to First of all, you you grab the bar and you, you got to have the proper technique and get underneath it. Well, you can use your knee too if you want. It don't really matter. Well, that's one of the reasons I'm Bobby the Brain Heenan. I don't need this junk. I got a brain. I got a brain. Yeah. That was Bobby the Brain Heenan. Mm. Uh, comedian, wrestler. I guess every wrestler could also put comedian by their name, I would think. <laughs> he. So you get that opening, and then you just go to some other person who's not really on the show, live action, make doing a whole bit about athletics and working out. I was just immediately like... It, this this can't be real, and then it wasn't. Yeah. So I, it was joke was on me, I guess. But he he is he is built like a stack of dumplings. Uh-huh. Like he is not. He should not be anywhere near workout equipment. It's not made for him. I've never seen this guy before. Never heard of him. He has the meat sweats all through that. By the way, <laughs> like you know, he just ate like five pepperoni. Yeah, bars. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's how you trained back in the eighties. He is actually. He did pretty good with the physical acting, and when he he's so jerky and awkward with that weight, like I really thought he was going to hurt himself. Yeah, he Maybe probably he did. did. He probably did. <laughs> it's worth it though for the craft. <laughs> and there, it, he's in full dad garb. Like you think he's wearing a shirt, but the camera's slowly panning out because this is just a, a wrestling dude standing in the middle of a little gym, and they're panning out slowly or zooming out slowly, and you realize he's not wearing just a shirt and some pants. He's wearing a shirt and just tidy whities that, that are black mm-hmm. though. That's pretty much what dads wear at home. Where I come from. Yeah, dude. Shirts and underwear. It's gross. Uh, that's the way I like my dads. No, I want dads to be that way, but I don't want this man to have children. Okay. Yeah. That's the trick. Yeah. But not ju- n- no judgment. No judgment. Never any judgment. Yeah. Grossos. <laughs> Finally, we're going to get to some tunage. The Junkyard 500. Yes, it is. So I knew the cars were going to figure into it right away. Oh, did you? Yeah. I, I used my sleuthing skills <laughs> to figure that crack the case on this one. <laughs> I found out for sure. You mother sleuther. <laughs> I I realized immediately just how lost I would probably be because some of these names of these wrestlers I I know in passing. Yeah. Um, and again, Hulk Hogan doesn't even show up for the first four or five minutes of it. So I'm left with people like Junkyard Dog, who I don't know. Nope. Roddy, yeah, Rowdy, Roddy him. Piper. I know, I know his know name. Him. Yeah. Um, I know that he has a higher profile than some. Uh-huh. Uh, Tito Santana. Out. Didn't know him. Out. I didn't know 99% of the people on this show. <laughs> And I don't really feel like I got to know them in the course of the show. I don't. I still don't feel like I know them. I know. I want to know a few more things about them. They should have facts. punched this up with some character beats, like some character moments in the show. <laughs> they do have a lot of character, but each one is reduced to a cardboard cutout of what a human is. They are just as cartoonishly one single-minded as they possibly can be. And that means you've got Junkyard Dog lives in a junkyard, literally. And they all seem to operate around this junkyard, Again, Fat Albert is fresh on our brains. This is their source of life. (laughs) Yeah, this is where they make their money. And as we find out, they're good at a lot of other things, kind of like the Fat Albert crew, the Mm -hmm. Junkyard Gang. Back then, I guess guess the uh, scrap metal was such a... (laughs) 
It was before all the heroin addicts yeah. and, and crack addicts like stripped all the uh, the copper out of people's yeah. walls and everything. Yeah, it was a huge business back then, I guess. I, I don't know. Well, it seems like they're living in squalor because in this first episode, they need money really bad. And they see, or, or I, I don't know how bad they need it, but they're hungry for Real it. bad. Yeah. Well, all, all the wrestlers are money grubbing. Uh-huh. No judgment. Yeah. Well, they've, they've they've gotten looped into a horrible contract. Over there, they're buddy. they're in a horrible life cycle, is what they're in. Yeah, and that's part of it too. They see on the TV that famous director Woody Brooks, as in Woody Allen yep. and Mel Brooks, yes, uh, were smashed up into a midget of a man, <laughs> a tiny three foot man wearing jodhpurs and. A monocle and a beret. Like this is this is a trope throughout history of cinema and of, TV. Yeah, of your 1930s director. Yeah, but which director are we parodying? I don't know. Where like I only know it's like you know in Looney Tunes they would do impressions of Edward G. Robinson. Well, I'd never heard of him. I didn't know who he was, but I know how to do that impression through watching Bugs Bunny do it. Yes. So it's this weird, like, you know, thrice removed thing. So we all know that directors all wear this stuff uh-huh. and all act like jerks. But who And they have those chairs. And have the chairs, but who started it? They all look like they're about to go ride a horse afterwards. <laughs> they're about to go out in the field. Yeah. With with their uh with their megaphone. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and the megaphone too. Now he yeah. didn't have one of those. So okay. they kind of they, they had a checklist and they didn't reach all of their they didn't hit all their marks mm. for a stereotypical Shame director. You. He is tiny though. He is really little. But he puts out this ad in the paper. He is making a monster movie and he wants a car for the damn thing. Yeah. Junkyard, junkyard. Two bicentennial bowling ball. I'll roll them right over. Hey, junkyard, listen to this. Famous movie director Woody Brooks is searching for a vehicle to put this newest monster movie. He'll pay 10,000 bucks for it. 10,000 bucks? Get down. <laughs> this isn't how Hollywood works. It's not? If, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> All the time I've spent in Hollywood. Which is. Quite not a lot. Most quite quite most of my life not spent there. <laughs> I would say so far a hundred percent. But you know, the day isn't over. Yeah. He puts out an ad in the news saying, I need a car for my movie. Uh-huh. If he's any if he has any connections in Hollywood, if he's making a major film, they've already taken care of this months ago. Yeah. Like you, before you ever get on set. Because yeah, they're shooting car, right now. Yeah. yeah, a car a car that can handle some damage, I guess, is what they're looking for. Well, hey, we junkyard dog, who I if if you are as not involved in wrestling as we are is uh, you've got Junkyard Dog and Tito Santana, a shirtless black man with a chain around his neck. Very troubling. Very Rampage Jackson-ish. You know that is? No. MMA fighter. That's, that was his That was his thing. He just wore like a big chain around his neck. Is he allowed to do that in the ring? I think it came off. It, it came I, would, off I don't think you're allowed it. to bring a weapon like a yeah, chain. No. No, it came <laughs> off once, once the fight started. And, of course, Junkyard and Tito, hard up for cash because the wrestling contracts are basically mm-hmm. indentured servitude. Yeah, 10000 will make or break them. So <laughs> Absolutely. That's their life's work at yes. that point. And they're working at a junkyard. They don't even wrestle in this universe, as far as we can tell. But they dress like they, like they will. They're ready to wrestle at a moment's notice. Oh, for sure. But they bro. don't make any money off of it or do it. I don't <laughs> I'm confused by all of this. So they rush off because he has a, what does he call it, a junk mobile? A junk Junk Wagon. Junk Wagon. That's a good... That's my screen name. I was going to say, that's a good title for something. Let's say it's a good band. Again, it's a good record company, Junk, wa- junk Wagon Records. Yeah. I'm uh, j- Copyright. Uh-huh. Right now, go. Copyright, Will and Travis, 2018, Days Past Guest. Uh, any other ideas you want to throw in on that? <laughs> that copyright <laughs> excursion? Uh, cars That Fly. No. LLC. And so he, they're going to drive this junk wagon. Ooh, junk wagon. Mm. Why don't you jump in my junk wagon? And they're going to take it over to the film set. Hold it. You can't bring that piece of junk into this studio. Watch what you call on a piece of junk. My junk wagon's going to be a star. I see no problem there. I told you we'd get in here. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, brother. Send me the bill. Bill! Cut! Who let that hunk of junk on the set? You've ruined my shot. I ought to have you thrown off this lot. I'm here after you, Uh, They're met by a guard straight out of Yogi Bear. Uh-huh. Like, oh, man, the voice and everything. He, he's Ranger Dave all, all, yeah, all over it. Yeah. Totally. It, they're being let in. There's really no hassle. But Junkyard, like, gleefully just drives through the bar like and destroys property on the he set. He needs to commit a crime. He is committing a crime to establish dominance over another man. Yes. This is the law of the jungle. <laughs> And I, that sounds very racist now that I think about it. I'm saying that all of these wrestlers are like this. No judgment. 
Yeah. But they're all wrestlers are animals. Judge free zone. Yeah. Regardless of ethnicity, but they're, they're all animals. They're terrible people. Mm hmm. And they, they, they're just searching for some kind of meaning in this world. Yes. But he, he said he just drives through it and says, sorry, send me the bill, I guess, because he's so intent on making this money. But he, he's a sociopath because guess what happens next? He drives through the car through a brick wall on set uh-huh. where the director is having the film go. As far as I'm concerned, murders a person. Because he hits the guy with the car. There's an actor on stage, hits him with the car. The man flies 20 feet in the air. No way he's surviving this. Lands no, in a garbage can because it's funny. It's for the kiddies. Um, but why is he so... Does he not know how to drive? I don't think so. I mean, obviously evidence points to no. Dude, I'm with you. I would have Tito counts. drive. I would have Tito drive. He can't. Two DWIs. Then how do either of them... <laughs> why do they have a car? <laughs> Dude, you, that seems right for the actual person who's, who's Tito Santana. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's a two DWI minimum to get uh. into the WWF. <laughs> <laughs> they they confront this director who sounds like like he's just got the high voice thing. He's very agitated. Tuned to the max. I mean, he's son. he's not even a human being. Yeah. Like seriously, he's he's <laughs> he's pretty pissed off at him for fucking up his set. I don't think they he would use their car after that. Usually, you, I mean, that car is not that unique. That junk wagon. Like you could use anything for this. <laughs> And again, yeah. how has this not been taken care of so far in the film's production? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. That's when Rowdy Roddy Piper. The. The rowdiest of all, all rowdies. Rowdiest <laughs> the rowdiest, pi- rowdiest Piper you've ever met. <laughs> <laughs> enters the scene and he's just an A number one jerk. Roddy Piper's name. Real glad to meet you, Mr. Brooks, sir. This is the car for your movie. Roddy's Hot Rod. Feels like fine leather. She's got computerized fuel injection, turbocharged engine. You name it. Dude, he's a creep. He is. <laughs> you, you can tell by how much he breathes. Yeah. His cadence. Junkyards. To the park. To the park. Mr. Brooks is using my junk wagon in his movie. That's what you think, junk breath. He's Using my hot rod. You could have a race. Great idea. Winner gets his car in the movie. <laughs> oh man, Rowdy Roddy Piper's uh, the the. I don't know what he sounds like in real life, or sounded like he's actually not passed. Like that, not like that. Okay. No. Well, his whole thing is that he's Scottish, and so I expected him to be have a Scottish accent just based on because everybody in this has whatever accent they look like they would have right in a cartoon yeah if you're black you sound black if you're Asian you sound way Asian <laughs> like like 100% whatever you look like if you're, you're 200% Asian, you, just, you just grunt on yeah here you pretty much just they're... bang a gong and then that's all that comes out when you open your mouth <laughs> or the, these things. the wood blocks what do you say the, the wood wood blo- uh, flutes and wood yeah, blocks flute. that old combo platter that's also another good um record yeah I, w- I would make that record i would make a whole record of it <laughs> he's he's just a uh, you can tell he's a creep you know he's a jerk you easily know who the heel is and if you don't know wrestling lingo yeah the faces Which are the i i actually do because i worked on an audiobook edited an audiobook that was about a, a professional wrestler and so i actually learned quite a bit do you know about it or do you not i'm getting conflicting info over here from i you. learned a lot but okay. what i know in comparison to a wrestling fan is minuscule. <laughs> so, uh, for instance, they didn't, if the book wasn't a list of names of wrestlers. Yeah. It was about a man's life. But I learned a little bit more about the the drama of it. The fact that there's intentionally people who are just playing heels, which are the bad guys that you're supposed to hate, uh-huh. that riles up the audience. And then there are faces who are the heroes. Yeah. I mean, it's just, you're just playing, you know, it's just theater for meatheads. No judgment. Meathead. Theater. Me, meether <laughs> teat heads. But we judge free zone around our DPTC. It's totally safe if any of you wrestlers want to come on the show and beat the shit out of us for everything we're doing today. They start fighting over who's... Because Rowdy Roddy Piper also needs money. He is there to put his bagpipe mobile uh. up for the... <laughs> to audition it. Throws the little director... Brooks into it and they start fighting over him like he is two girls with the, with a dolly uh-huh. like they're just ripping him either way he's stretching like ragdoll action I truly did believe like with their strength level and how small that man is yeah and he got they have all kinds of issues with scale on this show because when the car shows up uh-huh. it looks like power wheels <laughs> yeah. but then it's a full-size car that uh-huh. people can be in and then when they pick up the man he is even smaller the director like he yeah. suddenly is about a foot tall right. and they're ripping him almost into like I they truly if they did this 
in real life. The man, the man is seventy five years of age. Yes, his bones are brittle. Yes, he has very. He has a family. Treat him with some respect. <laughs> I assume. No, he's probably a a, a complete piece of work. work. <laughs> <laughs> he he's like a work for life guy. He probably has been shooting films for too long, just churning them out. That you know, it's his yeah. life's work. He doesn't yeah. have time for family. Uh-huh. <laughs> I've I've recently discovered I don't know if this is a newfound appreciation or if it's just always been there, but some of the funniest humor to me is when people are just being thrown around like they're way nothing, like they're dolls, like a human <laughs> being's body just tossed around. Yeah, seriously, I don't know. There's something funny about it to me. It's just inherently humorous. I'm with you. Throwing people like beach balls. Beach bows. Oh, man. They throw too many people into this for me to keep up with in this first story. Like, I, I know I don't know any of the people anyway. Yeah. So if I'm new to this... <laughs> I'm very lost. I don't. I could not name most of the people that we saw on this show, yeah. except for what's in front of me. That's yeah, written down. Yeah, yeah, they're turning um, people out there like a GI Joe episode. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're like, I, huh? Well, so it's decided that they decide. The two people arguing who, like, the director could have just decided for himself right there. He could have said, "No, I'm going to use junkyards." He doesn't even like the bagpipe mobile. But they just force him into this gentleman's agreement that they're going to race for who. Like, he's already made his decision. He knows who he wants to hire. Yeah. He is, he, at this point, they're competing for something that's already been decided. But that's the rest of the story. It's a drag race. Oh, man. Oh, baby. And that's finally when we get to meet the man of the hour, the hero of all time. And the reason that we're doing this in July, because I don't know. Uh, does Hulk Hogan mean America? He I did. think so. He did. He did. He did at one point. He did fight Rocky. He fought Rocky. Uh-huh. He was a blonde-eyed, blonde, <laughs> a blonde-haired, blue-eyed Aryan uh, gentleman. Uh-huh. You know, Adonis. I mean, ad- oh yeah, absolutely, an Adonis. Just yeah. the sexiest man to walk on two legs. Uh huh. And if he had no legs, sexiest man without Bring legs, he'd still be sexy. Yeah, I mean, in, in the eighties, I think it was him and Steven Tyler. They were the sexiest <laughs> men in the world. <laughs> Both both right in the middle of their prime yeah. as human beings on this planet. <laughs> we cut back to the junkyard and we get to meet Hulk Hogan and a few of the other uh, faces, I guess. And they're all working on making the junk wagon a totally awesome hot rodded deal. Gnarly mobile. A gnarly mobile. More like the gnarly mobile. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, Junkyard. When we get the junk wagon tuned up, you're going to beat the shorts off Piper. All right, Andre. Jack her up. Cool thing, Superfly. Well, how are the new windshield wipers, Hulk? <laughs> Just great, Wendy. I cleaned her pretty, didn't I, Hulk? Hey, Hulk, try the break, will you? Will do, Tito. <laughs> This is all worrisome. Oil slick shooter is not working good yet, Piper's huh? It's not supposed to work good, it's supposed to work bad. Hey, I can't see. With these supercharged rocket boosters, nothing will stop Roddy's hot rod. She's all done, Comrade Sheik. And this is just a parade of stereotypes. A little bit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. So we we meet both sides oh, fully. Like, yeah. I, I, this is all we're going to have this episode. Just 800 people. <laughs> and we got the faces led by Hulk Hogan. He is, I would say, not only much more attractive in his, his animated form. Because like you said before, they've managed to cover some of his baldness yeah. and he his body actually has definition. Uh-huh. He is not the color of tanned leather. He is he, he's actually kind of feminine looking to me because yeah, his legs are bit. like shapely uh-huh. and they're exposed and he has no hair on his body at all. And so he just he's kind of hot. Dude, I'm with you. I'm into it. Uh, me too. I'm way into it. Oh, man. I'm in too deep into it. Get me out of here. I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. <laughs> He probably was on a show like that, I would bet. A couple of shows. So to me, this is clearly not the... I I mean, I thought Hulk at least would do his own voice. Not so. Mm. Um, And again, I'm going to hold on to who it is. Oh, please. It's a big reveal. But what told me it wasn't him was that the acting was not 100% abysmal. Because he... If you watch anything he's in where he has to act like he is not just himself he still is being the hulk hogan yeah. all the time he cannot I, he is barely able to read that it one seems sit, like that one sitcom he had i forgot not sitcom but it was oh like the a, reality show no no it was like 
We had uh, a couple movies. Not movies. It was like an hour long little TV show that he had. Really? Like, yeah. He, he, they drove a boat or whatever. <laughs> when was this? Early 2000s. Oh, okay. 90s, was 2000s. it a fiction or was it was it like, it was like reality? A, it was like an A-team type situation. Oh, wow. Yeah. Putting it, it together like, it was slowly. Like Thunder Strike or whatever, Thunderhawk, some <laughs> Thunder, shit like that. Thunder something. Yeah, Thunder something. <laughs> well, this is not the real Hulk, sadly, but I mean, it's a serviceable job, I guess, but you just, it doesn't sound like the Hulk because the Hulk sounds like a dum dum when he talks. Aww. No judgment. Judge Free Zone, once again. <laughs> uh, some of his other buddies include Andre. Probably the first person I think of when it comes to wrestling, honestly, because mm-hmm. he's been in so many other things. And has such a larger than life, you know, I don't get it. (laughs) (laughs) He's just been in a lot of shit, or he was before he passed, you know. He's got a documentary out there. He's got a a bunch of things. He's got a doc out there? Yeah. I haven't seen it. It's on HBO, though. I think it's supposed to be really good. Wow. For all you wrestling fans out there, I'm sure you have seen it. Unless you don't like Andre the Giant. (laughs) Then you have not. Then you have refused to see it out of hate. (laughs) Even when it comes on, you turn it off. They keep trying to show it to you. What they're doing is they're hanging out at the junkyard, comically trying to get this thing ready for the race. I guess they took the whole thing apart because they're having to put like the windshield back in. Uh, uh, they've added a horn to the side, like a squeeze horn, which is what clown boobs yep, make. Clown boobs, yes. Yeah, clown boob sound. This is not too far off from what I imagine actual wrestling life is like when you're not in the ring. They all live on a farm somewhere <laughs> and they're all just getting into shenanigans. But there's a lot more bush beer and a lot more crystal meth involved oh, in the real version. Shout out to Crystal Bush meth. Brought to you, DPTC <laughs> brought to you by Bush Crystal Meth. Two great tastes. And Pitchfork. That tastes better than Pitchfork. But that's the hero team. And, and they're, you know, they don't have it all together, but who does in life? So they're very relatable. Oh, dude, definitely. Yes. Who isn't relatable? is the even more offensive bunch of stereotypes that make up the heels. They are at their own garage, led by Rowdy Roddy Piper. I finally got it right in one take. Yeah. (laughs) And they are just the worst. It is made up of international stereotypes, Russian, Middle Eastern, Asian. They had the chance to like make some of these characters less offensive Uh in the making of this cartoon, and they went the exact opposite way. For sure. They went the exact opposite way, because these are the stereotypes that wrestling fans demanded. I need everyone offended. I need to be able to (laughs) tell. I need to know just what exactly what your ethnicity is, even from 800 yards away. (laughs) Like that's because when you're when it's like, you know, it's like high drama, like you, you belt it to the back of the room and uh-huh. that's what they're doing with their character. I need to look at your hat and know what race you are, please. Thank you. <laughs> I need to see your communist eyes. <laughs> and they're working on their car and it's not going well. You have an Asian fellow who's underneath calling people like Roddy, Roddy son or Piper son. Mm-hmm. Oh. Meaning of life. Surprised you didn't say most honorable. Uh, there's also I, this lady. They have a lady on their team. Yeah. Who I have never heard of wearing a purple jumpsuit with a dollar sign on it. Her name is the Mighty Moolah. We get to meet her at the very end of the cartoon in real life. She is like this southern older woman. I don't understand how she didn't just break in the ring. Right. Because she looks like she's the worst person at your local church. She looks like she was born. 50 years of age. Yes. She has been a librarian. <laughs> she came out shirted and oh, and oh, yeah. putting books into the Dewey Decimal System. Uh-huh. She she Heavy just Dewey. seems like uh, you wouldn't want to date her daughter. She'd oh. be all up in your biz. Yeah, for sure. Buddy. And I guess all wrestlers moonlight as auto mechanics and engineers. You didn't know that? Because they're installing rockets into the cars. They, and all, they all got some turbo haze in them, <laughs> well, baby. One of them literally has turbo haze in them. Yeah. <laughs> Because Junkyard is played by the same man who played Turbo Hayes from Rambo. Works a lot. Yeah, and Elvis, too. (laughs) So now we're race ready. Are you race ready, Travis? Dude, R squared all day, every day. Roddy Piper, number one. Roddy Piper. That's my favorite. The Sheik? Yes. Him and the Comrade should have their whatever. He's ripped, dude. They should have the same, like, they should just have a buddy show. Wagon devices ready to go. (laughs) It's Hollywood for Rowdy Roddy Piper. Get set. Come on, Junkyard. Go. What are you waiting for? Vamidos. Vamidos. I'm trying. I'm trying, Abominable. Nice work, Nikolai. 
they'll never win now. Not with junk wagon chained to our bleachers, they won't. <laughs> <laughs> so the race is off to a a rollicking start, I yeah. would say. They've not only like hot, they could have just cheated or hot rotted up their car and I think been fine, but they went with both. And so they've chained the junk wagon yes, to the bleachers <laughs> where they're sitting, which I would they assume that it won't pull their bleachers. This is a bleacher the tiniest bleachers set, like the preschool bleachers set you would yeah. get from preschool, and with four people on it. Uh-huh. A car can pull that. I'm sorry. Like they didn't plan this out very well at all. Uh and they they off they go to the races and the heroes of our tale are pulling this bleachers set behind them and they throw the people through a wall of a theater and they land in a theater where Mean Gene or whatever his name is, the ref guy, yeah. he's reporting on a theater screen that the race is happening. Yep. This is not... <laughs> this isn't this I doesn't happen in your life? Have you ever gone to the theater to watch a live broadcast of a race that's happening in your town? Yes, all the time. Since when? Dude, every day of what my town life are since you from? What town are you from? Dude, Watauga, Texas. Watauga? Yes. Really? Yeah. How did I not? I feel like a bad husband now. No, it's fine. I mean, that, it's <laughs> it's literally like, it's right by Keller in, in Fort Worth. It's like right there, bro. Places that nobody... <laughs> Still, both of the only one of know. those. Only yeah. one of those, you know. They're gaining on us, Roddy. For long. <laughs> Oh, so they want to play dirty, eh? <laughs> <laughs> this is great. Bridge, not out. Pretty good. This is bad. This is really yes. bad. This is really yeah. bad. No, you look like a nice Russian raccoon. No. <laughs> you can't do that. No. no. You look like a nice Russian baboon. No. Guys. <laughs> the, we come to the most troubling section of the car, the entire cartoon, easily. This whole thing right here. Yes. Because they, our heroes finally catch up because they're clearly in the better vehicle. They were way behind and now they're catching up to Rowdy 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 Roro. Uh-huh. They catch up to him, and he it's like they're in the Joker-mobile, the heels are, because they're just blasting smoke out of the bagpipe in the back of their thing, yeah. making it very hard for the heroes to drive properly. So they collect it in a—what what are these things that go to the fireplaces that you— yep, I'm with you. What, I don't know. The squeeze thing that you use to shoot air at the fireplace. Yeah. I can't describe it <laughs> nobly in the least. This is the most clumsy description. It, it used to be a thing. It used to be in that rack with all the pokers and stuff, for sure. I don't know what it's called, though. If you lived when Charles Dickens was alive, <laughs> yeah, then yeah, you would have used please. these. Yeah. Line, guys. Please, con hey, even if you didn't live then, if you lived anywhere near that time yeah. and you're still alive, contact us. We want to help you out just outside of the podcast we just well, want to talk Thank yeah you. you don't even have to reveal your name <laughs> they catch up they collect all the smoke in that thing and then they blast it back onto the villains and fuck them up that way uh -huh. but the problem is that they're maintaining a long-standing tradition of cartoons insisting that all black people call other people turkeys yeah and use the word jive yes guys God, come here. 1986. Come here. Yeah. Let, look, yeah. Let's not. This is a no judgment space. Get, gather around. Gather around. Hey, hey, cartoons. I'm going to talk to you for a minute. Can you, you come over here? You can't do this. Do you know what you sound like? <laughs> you sound like this. 10,000 bucks. Get down. Nikolai, go do what I told you. Right, Comrade Sheik. Oil slick shooter is not working good yet, Piper's son. Vaminos! Vaminos! I'm trying, I'm trying, Abominable. <laughs> hey, I can't see. I cleaned her pretty, didn't I, Hulk? It's time for some get down with the dog, River Raptors. <laughs> Arriba! <laughs> That's. Uh, Arriba! <laughs> His only addition please, to all of that. Please isolate just that Arriba. The Arriba? Yeah. <laughs> And just throw it in our podcast from now on. I, you got it. Please, thank you. It sounded like he did not know. He's like, Arriba. I don't understand what you just said, but Arriba. <laughs> so awkward. <laughs> that this Guys, cartoons, this is what you sound like. So all you cartoons out there that think people can all be painted with such a, all the same brush, 
They can. Let's keep they going. They can. And that's what happens in the next in the next scene, which is so also much more troubling. Oh man. The comrade and the sheik, they are going to paint over a sign that is very ornate for a like a, a sign describing a temporary situation yeah, right. of bridge out. Yeah. And they, they they paint don't in it. And so it says bridge not or no not. So they paint not on it and it says bridge not out. Yeah. So that people will drive over it. They're just wasting time. Like there are better ways to cheat, I would say. <laughs> like go the other direction. Yeah. They do that and then Comrade accidentally hits Sheik in the face with some of this black paint. Uh-huh. He complains. His solution is to just do it more and equal it all out. You now have a Middle Eastern stereotype who's in blackface. Uh-huh. And the comrade says that he looks like a raccoon. A Russian raccoon. The worst word choice. Mm-hmm. No matter how accurate. Oh, it can get worse. Yeah. Oh. And it does. It gets way worse. <laughs> then the Sheik paints the top half of the comrade's face with black paint and says, now you look like a baboon. Uh-huh. Guys, everyone, everyone come on in. <laughs> come here. Guys, come here, I need seat. you to come into the office, please. None of this is okay. This is, we're being trolled by 1986 <laughs> all the way in the future now. <laughs> I can't believe, this is like, they they had a checklist of, you have to hit all of these racial stereotypes before even 10 minutes is up. Yeah. And they checked them all off twice. Awful. Making a list, checking, checking it, it twice. twice. Who's gonna be racist on the TV tonight? <laughs> We're gonna do blackface tonight. <laughs> I, I caramba. This is not what I. That's I did not expect that. Couldn't have seen it I coming. I didn't sign up for this. I didn't sign up for this, and nobody warned me. I'm retiring from tunes. <laughs> I would watch. Okay, here's a new pitch. Uh-huh. He Man and the Masters of the Universe yeah. are now wrestlers in the WWE. I'm in. Where's Easily sold. Bought and sold. Yeah. Copyright. Dave's Best Tunecast, Will and Travis, 2018. But if they pause it in the middle of me saying that, then they can get it out first. Oh, oh shit. I didn't think this through. Shit. The solution to this race is that everybody has a billion machines within their cars that allow mm-hmm. them to do, go places that no car should go. Air, water. Stick them on land, guys. Keep yep. them on land. <laughs> uh, so they get stalled out by a dog that's walking across the street. And that's how you prove. This is save the cat. This is how you prove you're a good guy in a screenplay. You either save an animal or do something good for an animal. So he is willing. Junkyard and Tito are willing to throw the whole race because they don't want to hit a dog. Yeah. And that's not even a good a sign of a good person. That's just a sign of a not serial killer <laughs> to be willing to not run over a dog for $10,000. I don't know. Some people are up. That's probably like a Japanese uh, game show. Will you run over a dog for ten thousand dollars? Lord, <laughs> they're crazy. The, the the game shows they have over there are nuts, man. They are. Yeah, they flog you. And so Rowdy Roddy and his bagpipe mobile just <laughs> isolate that. Too, that's please, a good. Thank you. That's a good children's book. Rowdy Roddy and the No Good <laughs> Bagpipe Mobile. He launches with rock the rockets we talked about before over the wall of the set, which is the the finishing line, yeah. and makes it back. Well, shit, you could have used that thing. There are plenty of times where you could have used that, even if it's a one hitter. You could have used it <laughs> in other situations yeah. to help you out, but he didn't. And so, but he wins. This is actually a show. I have to applaud them for this, even though he's about to get a comeuppance, Rowdy Roddy. They did lose the race. Like that's a sign of manliness, right? And wrestlers, if their manliness is questioned and not proven, they will melt like sugar in the rain. No judgment. But that's that's how important machismo is to them. So mm. to lose this race, to allow your heroes who are wrestlers to lose this race, my hat is off. <laughs> we salute you with yeah. the golf clap. I don't salute you for anything else in this, though. In fact, no. I put you down. What's yes. the opposite of kudos? Nudos. <laughs> Mentos, the fresh maker. Rowdy Roddy is one. And now he gets to have his bagmo bagmo pipe mobile in the monster really, movie. You said it so serious, right? And now Rowdy Roddy. Rowdy and his Rowdy bag Roddy and his bagpipe mobile. <laughs> They're just a package deal. Yeah. So his, his car is gonna be in the movie. It's a monster movie. The car is driven out in front of the camera. A Mecha Godzilla steps out from behind the rooftop. They built a Mecha Godzilla. That's where all their money went. That's right. why they have to. <laughs> they're not budgeting properly. That that shit could have been done with animatronics. This thing is like a real monster. <laughs> yeah. and do it to, to a different scale. Like 
take a note from George Lucas. Uh huh. But he's that dedicated to practical props and effects. A full size 200 foot monster steps on the bagpipe mobile, destroys it. So he lost for winning. Mm. But he did get his $10,000, which is handed over to him in a single bill. It's one single bill, and, and then, then it, it turns into other ones. Two to three bills, but still. They were trying no out a new kind of currency <laughs> in 85 and 86, where it's like, you, it's a $20 bill, but if you hold it long enough, it turns into multiple fives. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the government seized it, and it just never went anywhere. It came from Roswell, and that's why they took it out of circulation. Mm. Too many people had radiation oh. poisoning. And that's the... Junkyard 500. Jesus. But that's only half of this episode. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was so nice. We had to go back. We had to do it twice. Twice. Yeah. <laughs> so if you like what you've been hearing, you'll be right back after these messages because coming up next, we have Junkenstein. Oh, yeah. Oh, baby. <laughs> that old junk wagon is probably at the bottom of the river by now. Huh? Just so many face, faceless people, though, like who just are, might as well be extras. I am a big fan of the guitar work on this. Oh, yeah? I mean, it's, I don't know how good it is, but I like it. Junkyard, watch out for that dog! That dog is straight out of an animatic. Like, that's an unfinished dog animation. Why does he wear a weight, a weight belt all the time? I think it's a... Uh, he's ready to go in any moment. actual uh, winner's belt, you know, like the... Well, because he's wearing a weight belt in the live-action sequences. Here's your money, Mr. Piper. You want it fair and square. And here's the keys to the future hot rod of Hollywood. Quiet on the set. Action! <laughs> Liars are money. Yeah. An actual working Print. That was 200 foot robot. Beautiful. Are you afraid I ruined my pot rod? Of course I ruined it. That was the scene, Mr. Piper. The star is born. Huh. It looks more like a piece of junk was born. I hate And another one bites the dust. Ooh. Oh my god. This takes me to a very like a, a, the back area of a Kmart, and I feel very uncomfortable. <laughs> like I just feel kind of icky seeing this. Like I like I, I went to the store, <laughs> the bazaar with my mom as a kid, like a flea market, and had to use the bathroom. It's like don't touch anything, don't look at anything too long. This is the vibe that I'm getting from all of this. <laughs> I feel very icky. <laughs> cast, cast. Cast, 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 cast. When it comes to Days Past Tune Casting, there's the three C's. Yes. Cast, cast, cast. And more cast. And more casting. Mm -hmm. So we got a couple of all-stars that made their appearances that I have to give credit to. Okay. Because that's what this is about. Yes. Roddy Piper was played by all-star Charlie Adler. He what? has been with us for such classics as Jim, G.I. Joe, Transformers, Brave Star, Dino Riders, Real Ghostbusters, and Captain Planet. What a lineup, right? Mm. Well, even better... Junkyard Dog was portrayed by who is he's now a DPTC all-star for sure. Okay. He's been in many cartoons. James Avery, known to most of us as Uncle Phil. That was the on the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Oh, who we know as Shredder on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the original voice of Shredder, Turbo on Rambo, and he was also on Real Ghostbusters at some point, too. So he, he had a pretty good career. I just didn't realize that ever. But he has a great voice. Dude, what a legend. Isn't he good? Finally. The titular Hulk Hogan, who did not even, <laughs> didn't need, even. I need a thesaurus around you, man. You're great, dude. <laughs> who didn't even show up in the second half of this cartoon at all. I, period. I've forgotten who he is. I just, I, to me, this is just WWF babies. Like Muppet babies. Yeah. With w, like with wrestlers. Right. As far as I'm concerned, it's not a Hulk Hogan show. He's just the face man. Mm -hmm. Face man. Orange face man. <laughs> yep. Peanut butter face man. Orange, you glad to see me? Hulk Hogan was portrayed by actor, stand-up comic, uh -huh. and professional poker player Brad Garrett, better known as the brother of Ray Romano on Everybody Loves Raymond. What? Yes. Six foot eight, I believe. Mm -hmm. 
just got a very deep, uh, melodious voice in some ways, but actually grating most of the time. Did he pride himself on uh, voice work? Before? He did. He's done a good amount of it. Um, he was on a lot of direct-to-video Disney tunes, but then he also has shown up in a bunch. <laughs> yeah, I know. But hey, those are real Disney shows, but they, Dude, they're listen, not I, what you I want them to have, be. Have that on my resume. I was so, so unhappy cool. as a kid when Aladdin Two came out. I'm like, really? They made a second one, and then the genie isn't played by Robin Williams. <sighs> I knew this as a child. They couldn't. They couldn't. They weren't going to put that out that bread requirement. Yeah. That scratch. <laughs> A Bug's Life, Finding Nemo, Finding Dory. I mean, he's been like a, a full-on voice actor plenty of times, wow. like in real legit stuff. Before, way before uh, the Raymond? Well, I mean, you would have to name. Yeah, I think I mean, it, all the ones you just named there were after. Right. After no, before. Raymond. No, but Raymond was not did not make this man. Wow. Okay. He is, he, the house that Raymond built, he did not live in. <laughs> I'm talking like Yoda now. <laughs> he was also on. Such DPTC favorites as the original Transformers run, real Ghostbusters. He was on 90s DC and Marvel series, mm-hmm. like the the Batman animated series. Yeah. And Disney TV series. Just he he has a great voice. He a does. Great yeah. He was also on the Fargo television show. He was actually really good on that. And that's a great television I still show. I need to go back. I need to go watch that. Man. I never saw the third season, but I can say from the first two, I bet it's dynamite. <laughs> let's get we're gonna get our plugs out of the way okay and i'm taking you in the ring (laughs) okay so days fast tune cast wrapping up for the week yeah if you want to write us if you're not too much of a pussy to write us you are (laughs) that's gonna keep going so just keep your keep your shit (laughs) you're my you're my hype man then you can bet <laughs> follow us do it. on Twitter mm-hmm. at DP Tooncast. Yes. At, get it. Yep. You can email us. Read it. DP Tooncast yep. at gmail.com. And you can step into the ring digitally. Facebook.com forward slash DP Tooncast. Send us an equation. Tooncast, you made me say. Mm. <laughs> Go check out our video on YouTube. A music video of a mashup and parody. Uh, 1992 X-Men yeah. animated <laughs> And Baby Got Back. Uh, double up. Uh, X-Men Attack. Uh, uh. Go find it on YouTube. Do it. Travis, I hear you've got a competing podcast. I do. It's called Nature of the Beast. I do it with Brandon and Catherine. True Crime with a Twist. All of our archived episodes are found everywhere the podcasts are found. Check it out. It's pretty good. <laughs> There's Tim and Travis yep. coming out again. That's pretty, oh, pretty good. Well, Travis, I'm about to take you into the ring. Yeah, and I'm going to rearrange your anus because that's where my foot's going. Good luck. It's been rearranged for a minute. Until next time, I say, Tudor, my daughter. You Tudor, my daughter. Get over here. <laughs> You look like a booty. Yeah, okay, thanks. Yeah, sounds good. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> yeah, oh, it sounds good. All right, here we go. Compare his body to The Rock. <laughs> Just think on it for a second. <laughs> like, The Rock is like, could be on GQ. He oh, probably dude. has yeah, been. Yeah, for sure. The Rock's sexy. Yeah. You would never see Hulk Hogan. Hulk, Hulk Hogan. He, he wouldn't even be the star at, at like at like a Venice Beach workout session. No, he would barely fit in in a circus. <laughs> <laughs> Arima!